Hello, everybody. It's the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. Today, we're talking about Money in the Bank, uh, London edition. Well, it came from London, you know? So, yeah, it's me and Jeremy. Uh, and, okay, so we just talked about last, uh, like, you know, whenever this uh, podcast came out, the last one for Forbidden Door, that there was 14 matches on the card, just how, how there was a lot more matches. There's seven on this one. Well, and there was some, almost. I think it was like yeah, we three hours or something. Like well, we talked hours. about it. Like in the pre-show of AEW Forbidden Door, there were five matches. Yeah. There's yeah. seven on this card. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if they, I guess they stopped doing kickoff shows because of live premium, of premium live events. So they don't have to do it anymore. So. Uh, pretty much, they just started off with a men's ladder, ba- um, ladder match, which was fun just because it had mostly all people that I think could have won it. But this piece of shit, Logan Paul, and we're going to talk about it every time whenever he comes out. Okay, so pretty much everybody had to qualify to get included into the match. And then this dipshit fucking comes out and he's like, hey, I'm in the match, you know. Fucking <laughs> see that see that thing? I'm going for that thing. How did you qualify? Oh, I sucked Adam Pierce's dick in the backstage. You know, like whatever, you know, like whatever Logan Paul does. Okay. So now he's in the match for no apparent reason. Literally, I mean, it kind of like I was hoping that they would do something with LA Knight, but also at the same time, literally anybody could have won it. Like, honestly, they could have done something with literally anybody. I don't think that Ricochet was ever going to even whiff it. But it Well, the right person nice won Shinsuke, it, though, but... honestly. The, the only other person that could have been, to me, in this one was L.A. Knight, based yeah. on how he's yeah. I think, been... given that how over he was, they should have just made a judgment call and disrupted him. But I kind of understand why they gave it to Damian Priest. I mean, Damian well, I think Priest, they're... especially with the... When we were talking about the, what was it, Backlash, the one that was in uh, Puerto Rico? Yeah, with uh, Bad Bunny. Yeah, Yeah, with Bad Bunny. I think that's initially, I mean, they were probably already thinking about dropping it to Damian Priest before then. Because it seems like WWE always has, like, a plan. At least they probably go back at least, like, six months, I'm assuming, for some of their storylines. Because I think the Usos one, Definitely, they've like looked into it for longer than just a month at a time because I mean, some of these other storylines don't last long and then they kind of just end it without even saying anything. But some of these other ones, like Damian Priest and stuff like that, it seems like they give it more time. So, I'm wondering if they already had in mind that they were going to drop it to Damian Priest, but then LA Knight got super over at the time. So. Which well, was he was already over at the point of this Money in the Bank match, so that's why I was well, surprised I mean, I they didn't drop it, was, it to him. Yeah, I think it was like after the pitch black match. I don't know exactly what happened after that match, but like he got super over. I think there he was, was just there it was, was just an organic thing because yeah. I don't I don't recall anything ever happening that drove it because he yeah. wasn't like, over he when Bray cheering. Wyatt fought him. Like, he came out and he was like, let me talk to you, and then he does the yeah, and stuff like that. Like, literally, there's fucking memes everywhere now. There's oh, yeah, and TikToks little kids are... Like, 
There little was a kids TikTok are that I copying her. I mean, yeah, there's like literally a TikTok that like this chick's like, "Can you help my husband?" Because he keeps doing this every time, and then she's like, "Hey, can you get me like take out the trash?" She's like, "Yeah." But he's like, "Hey, can you get uh, uh, get me food?" Yeah. And he does it like several times, and she's like, "Why does it say? Why is he saying it like this?" And like, <laughs> so it's just so goofy. But like, that's all I've been seeing from this. So like, I thought that at one point that they would have like made a judgment call to do that. But like, literally, I think that Logan Paul was in this match so he could get a match with Ricochet. <laughs> like, because at one point they botched a like, and I don't even think that it was Ricochet. I think Ricochet tried to pull it off like as much as he could, like at the time. So like, I literally think that Logan Paul fucking botched the move, and then they did like a Spanish fly through. I think it was tables, right? I think they ended up having, like, two or four tables set up, and then they did the Spanish fly off the apron or off the ropes into the tables. So, like, that was, yeah, like, that's, the main thing Yeah, and they almost missed. I mean, that's... Yeah, was, well, that's what I'm like, saying. It's like, that's why I'm wondering if that's, like, the reason why. <laughs> was because it was Logan and not Ricochet? Because Ricochet... Yeah, I've never really seen Ricochet yeah, botch I've never all that seen many Ricochet moves. botch anything. Normally, he's the one to fix something. Even like yeah. when they, even like uh, when they, well, and even that, I think. Remember, they had a faltering on the rope, and Damian Priest is the one that actually fixed it yeah. before they even uh, did yeah. the move. So, yep. I, I think if he would have messed that up, then it would have gone worse. Yep, that's uh, that's the main thing. Uh, the uh, so this match wasn't like I don't know. It wouldn't be my favorite like Money in the Bank match. Wouldn't even say it's the best match on the card either. I mean, there wasn't that many matches that were like I don't know that I was like super. No, this is the second longest one. It was twenty minutes, but I mean, well, that's why. That's why it's crazy to me. So it's like twenty minutes for this one, and then like the shortest match is seven minutes. Yeah, and that was the Gunther against Gunther Matt versus Riddle. Matt Riddle. What? And then the longest is at thirty minutes. So it's like more than an hour and a half or something was commercials. Well, and the, and that match to me, it was thirty-two minutes, but I think there was only maybe eight minutes of wrestling. That was the yeah, one wasn't with, with uh, Roman biggest... walking around the ring for. Uh, well, that's what I'm wondering good if five like, or these ten. times are from like when they ding the bell or not, like instead of like anything else. Oh, it probably is. Those. But the point is, is like even that Roman Reigns walked around a lot after they rang the bell. Yeah, did. Like there wasn't a lot of wrestling. It wasn't 32 minutes Sorry. of wrestling. Sorry, my cat's all trying to like run over here and try to be like, "What are you guys doing?" I wasn't even paying attention, to be honest with you. I figured, no, I figured for like, like if somebody else was sitting there and saw me like turn and just be like, "Cat on the ground." (laughs) But uh, yeah, so like most of these matches, like 
Oh my god. It's like even Liv but Morgan yeah, Liv- and Raquel Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. It's like the fucking shit came out of nowhere. And that's one thing that's like been destroyed right now. It's like the tag team or the women's tag team belts. Anybody that has those, either they quit the company or they get injured. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think in this one, is this the one Liv Morgan got hurt in or was hurt? Uh, I can't. I think it was like a lady. She might have been hurt during the match. Because I, I know Raquel Rodriguez actually got hurt yeah, at some like, point. It was like yeah. her knee or something. Well, I remember and that Liv Morgan uh, got injured. Liv Morgan's been wrestling this, with a I bad think. shoulder. Yeah. Because so I, I think, know that she uh, she lost the belt like, I don't know, weeks after this. Yeah, and I think it was because they she was wrestling with the bad shoulder still. So they they lost it to, well, I won't spoil it because that'll be the next podcast we, we talk about. Oh. But um, See, I couldn't remember if they, and like, because they didn't put that on a pay-per-view, did they? They didn't think it was on SummerSlam. I think they won the belt like two weeks before they even... Because no, SummerSlam that... was the fallout of... No, what I'm saying is is that... Yeah, I mean, it, Liv and Raquel Rodriguez lost it to them. Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. like that, Because they dropped it to them because Liv Morgan got injured. And then directly, it seems like directly after that, Sonya Deville got injured. <laughs> Well, yeah, she tore her ACL. Yeah, what I was so saying like, is, is that, yeah, the fallout of that after, that happened after this was what we'll yeah, talk about. Yeah, because it wasn't and, long either, because this was super out of place, though. But, like, the, and they said that afterwards, the reason why they went so fast of it was that and they were building it up for WrestleMania, I guess. They were going to build up this... Uh, the Shayna versus Ronda Rousey match to, for WrestleMania, so it would have a lot more build-up into it. So they probably were going to have the tag team belts for a lot longer. But I think Ronda then, said she then was Ronda leaving didn't sooner. Want to stay? I'm guessing she mm-hmm. she probably just didn't want to resign or something. That's what so, I'm guessing. So they had so to like, push it quicker. Yeah. yeah so there's so they a had lot to push of it quicker because the finish came out of nowhere just all of a sudden Shayna turned on Ronda and you were like what the fuck happened <laughs> so like that was the main thing was that was so out of place with well, that's why I said live Morgan and Rock like a regular Rock. match and then I was like damn didn't they just win the damn bills and now they already dropped them already well, it wasn't only that that's what I was saying about live Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez before the next pay-per-view they lost yeah. So, so and then I think Sonya Deville and them lost like before the next pay per view too. I think I think before SummerSlam they already dropped the belts. Either that or it's like I don't right think they've lost. The no, I don't think they've dropped the belts. Oh, so Sonya Deville is just injured, so they didn't yeah. Drop so the Piper belts. Niven, Piper Niven oh, replaced yeah, because her. I forgot that. I forgot that they had Piper Niven be like the champ or something. Yeah, they Piper Niven weird. replaced her. Yeah. Which, that seems kind of weird. Why wouldn't you just drop it and then have Piper Niven, like, I don't know, 
figure something out and so but i mean i get why they didn't just do another vacation thing because they've already vacated it like four times or something Mm -hmm. it seems like they keep doing it so i mean like that's what brought down the match and yeah but i mean that match just was not very good i mean aranda's not i don't I don't get the fascination yeah, with Ronda. Matches, I, I don't didn't really care for her, man. Like, yeah, was... but I don't get the fascination with Ronda. I, I'm kind of glad yeah. she's leaving. If that's indeed what's happening. Cause and then, then like the next one is Gun- was Gunther and Matt Riddle, which only went for seven minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Which man. is crazy. I mean, like, I was just like, they gave eight minutes, not even eight minutes to Gunther and Matt Riddle. I thought it was going to be a long. And then, well, they gave, oh, what's man. crazy is they gave more to Cody versus Dominic by a minute yeah. in yeah, the next Cody match. Cody should have just destroyed Dom. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, he should have just like, went and took him down. And then yeah. put more time into like one of the other matches. Or had like but that's an example. Before. That was an example of another one that was like, why are they fighting? Yeah. Like it just why seemed is Co- like they wanted Co- Dominic on the card? That seemed or, like, or that they wanted Cody on the card, and yeah, because yeah. it's like, and then they're like, you can't fight Brock because Brock is yeah. not doing Money in the Bank. Yeah, so he's only doing SummerSlam, do? so you yeah. got to have a fill-in match, which yep. it ends up being Dom out of nowhere. It's like I understand Dom's got heel heat because he can't even talk yeah. without the crowd booing him. So I mean, what he's doing that right because literally the crowd can't stand him. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever heard somebody boo louder for somebody than they boo for Dom. So yep. he's doing that right, but but why he got longer time with Cody than Matt Riddle got with Gunther doesn't make sense to me. Yep, I agree. Um, that's a, that's and the there's nothing really memorable. You can't really call out a lot of stuff that happens in 15 minutes total. Between yeah. two matches, you can't really call anything out. And that's how it's been with WWE for a few premium live events now. Yeah, I agree. Like, so, uh, that's why I say, like, both of those matches, especially eight minutes, 40 seconds. Like, what did you need to tell? And then there was the the Money in the Bank ladder match, which we were like pretty much dead certain that Ios guys should have won it anyway, because Becky well, Lynch, Chris Stratus needed to be without the title or like well, without anything. Yeah, she was the one that made the most sense out of everybody yeah. that was in the match. Because it Zoe was like Stark is too early still, and then Bailey is definitely not getting it, and then Zelina Vega didn't really need it either, at least yet, like. Well, she's not uh, as good of a wrestler. Out of yeah. everybody in that match, to me, Becky's the only one good enough to be up there with Io Sky yeah. at this point, and she doesn't need it. Well, I mean, the thing I is, I think the like, Becky Zoe Stark Trish the... thing—they were only in the match because of their their rivalry their right food, now. Yeah, I think like, that's I, the I, only I, reason they I've were in it. I've always taken like the Money in the Bank matches to be like. It's for the up and coming guys, like where it's like you're trying to find out if they could sink or swim. Like, I if agree. They that's have, why. Oh, but that's why they you did. Could do- always do this and then have them cheat to win the belt, or like even if they're a face, you do the 
Like, oh, even if you say you're going to work double duty and then I'm going to do a match after you have this match with this person, blah, 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 and then that gives an excuse on why a face would win the damn belt. But, like, you could tell a story, like, constantly where, like, oh, it was before their time, and that's the reason why they lost it within, like, a month or two of having it. And that's why I think that people like Randy Orton, John Cena, and shit, didn't really need to whiff it. Like, it was one thing with Bailey when she first won it. It was like Charlotte and everyone else, Sasha and, uh, what's it called? And, like, pretty much everybody else, all the four horsewomen already won it, or at least won the belt before then. And she was, like, one of the only ones that didn't. So it made sense why she got it <laughs> at one point. But, like, then the only person that made sense was Io Sky, and they weren't gonna. So it made sense for her to win it, and that's why I was like, did it really need to tell it in eighteen minutes? Though probably not. And that says something for me when it's like my favorite, one of my favorite matches is the Money in the Bank match. Don't jump over there, jeez, I'm trying to jump right where the camera is. <laughs> but uh, what's he going? Uh. So then it was Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship that they did at Night of Champions. So, or that Seth won at Night of Champions. So you didn't think that Finn Balor was going to even win it. I mean, it's kind of nice to, like, know they brought back the seven years thing from the last time where they were going for the belt. That's why I think Finn... The, and this would have be, made better sense if they would have switched AJ for Finn. And then they would have, like, because if they would have told this story and they did it because how the Universal Championship was, where they were vying for it as the first champion that had it, right? It would make more sense if they had Finn in the match being as the final person to do this that way you didn't have this match then or this could have been their rematch yeah one thing i wanted to point out we didn't mention it but in between the eo sky match and the cody Rhodes match john cena came back oh yeah kind of mentioned that yeah and it was kind of i don't know if it was just to set up a grayson waller cena match later but i mean um, i think he was there for that but I'm hearing that, that they're going to have a match at some point. Um, Cause he's returning here shortly. Yeah. He's, and they just released some dates where he's going to work. For and, uh, but he basically came out trying to get the crowd to say, we should bring WrestleMania to London. And Grayson Waller came out and said, it should go to Australia first. <laughs> Which I've yeah. heard rumors of both already, anyways. So, well, I think that they should do London anyway. Like, I think the only reason why they mentioned this shit in the first place was because the Wembley stuff for AEW. I think oh, once I, they I, had I, that, I agree that they were like talking about doing eighty thousand people and all this shit, or at least sixty thousand at the time. I think was rumored. So once they heard that, I think they did this shit to like kind of like. Be like, do you want us to come and do WrestleMania here? And of course they would have been fucking down with that shit. So, like, 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Grayson Waller does stuff with John Cena, but also at the same time, John Cena doesn't need to wrestle anymore. Like, honestly, they... Some well, a lot of these, these guys don't, don't really but you know what? Anymore. But you know what? Half of these guys do. They get a call from Vince, and it's like, and yeah, you know, they yeah. and they're like, "Hey," and they they show up. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with this SAG strike if all of a sudden The Rock shows up. Yeah, yeah, because he's I not going to be working right now, so it doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he shows up back on WWE TV. Yep. Like, that's um, the main thing for me is, like, this whole thing. Like, I don't know. To me, I don't think I really care either way if they would show up again. I get I mean, people would be like, oh, my God. But, but like, I mean, I yeah, the know. Seth Rollins match, that was when he beat uh, Finn Balor. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because this was the one where, like, the reason why Finn Balor lost was because... Damien Priest was kind of, like they were showing like he was already trying to show dissension like he was going to cash in and threw Finn Balor off. Well, and yeah, and I it. think that's like, what they and that's why I think Damien Priest really ultimately won Money in the Bank. Honestly, is to break just uh, Judgment Day up. I think Damien Priest is ultimately going to leave Judgment Day, and this was the start of it. Well, I mean, it's a possibility. Uh, I mean. Like, it makes sense anyway. He's more like, kind of like, I don't know. The Like, I think Finn plays a good heel, but, like, also at the same time, what has he done for the Judgment Day as a whole? Well, he I, run, I always said he's back lost when... more than any of them. Yeah, I always, I always said when Finn Balor came to Judgment Day, he was the one that didn't make any sense to be in it. Like... Uh, Edge well, made more sense, sense to continue part, to be in it. Also, at the same time, yeah, like Edge just uh, mm. no, but his overall character just doesn't make sense to be in it. Uh, Rhea Ripley makes perfect sense. Damian Priest even does, but I honestly think, based on the crowd response, Damian Priest is going to turn face and he's going to leave Judgment Day. That's what I really yeah. think is going to happen. Yeah, um, I don't think it's going to be Finn Balor that gets kicked out. I think Damian Priest is going to leave. And this is a perfect example of why I think that, because of what happened during this match when he made his way to ringside to to distract Rollins like he was going to cash in the the briefcase. So then Finn Balor blamed him for why he lost. And it continued yeah. on to Raw and SmackDown later on after that. Like, he kept, he keeps talking about it. So, um... I haven't seen anything as far as dissension. Like, nothing happened or happens at SummerSlam, I don't think, in relation to continuing that storyline that I recall. But we'll talk about that when we talk about SummerSlam yep. in the next podcast. But, but yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to this match that I remember. I mean, there was a few. I mean, you can't have much when your match only goes 12 minutes. Yep. So, and it's for the World Heavyweight Championship. And it yeah, really I mean, just shows how much they give a shit about Roman Reigns. Like, everybody else had something, like, other than man, the Money in the Bank matches, everything lasted, like, a little bit of, like, just well, yeah. about 10 minutes. 
Yeah, everything <laughs> except for the Money in the Bank matches was under 10 minutes, except and, for Seth's uh, match. Okay, Seth's so, match was, was 12. Yeah, but. So knowing that this is like the main story of the whole thing, it's like kind of irritates me because it's like Usos versus Roman and Solo, right? And then they're like, oh, it's the Bloodline Civil War, which is so stupid when they already left the Bloodline, so it's not a Civil War, they already left. So whatever, it's just a tag tag team match showing, like, who's better than one another. And, like, really, the only good thing about this match was knowing that Jay actually pinned Roman. (laughs) Like... He had his first pinfall loss in like three years, and it wasn't Solo that took the pin. It was Roman, and I think that's one of the best things out of the story. But also at the same time, it's the same fucking Roman match. The yep, same like Roman we match always talk every about, time. Like, the only difference like, was that he uh, lost. Yeah, his music is Final Boss Roman. He takes fifteen minutes just to walk to the ring. Yeah. And then like I had mentioned at the start of this podcast, the um I think if I remember right, he kind of played around for the first few minutes at yeah. the beginning. He always does, and, it seems like now. And uh there was a stare down and then I think tribal wanker was being chanted at one point. Yeah. By the crowd. <laughs> um there's also points within the match that they were chanting stand up if you hate Roman and sit down if you hate Roman chants. So, I mean, he's gotten it over where he's a true heel. Like, they nobody likes him, which is he's doing his job. But at the same time, it's like when you've been a champ for as long as he has, it's kind of getting monotonous. Yeah, and, it's getting and when, super And I talk... Yeah, and I talk about it all the time with watching these matches. I have a hard time watching them, especially knowing you're watching them for really no reason because ultimately he's like just going to win. Yeah. yeah, and this match really didn't. Yeah, he lost, but really, what did it harm him? Yeah, it didn't really I mean, do it much. Did. The only thing is that he got his split spin fall loss. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, that's the main thing, but also at the same time, it's like. In a tag team, a tag team match that didn't have any comeuppance out of nothing, so like, and now it's like you already know what's going to happen. They're still dragging this shit out. <laughs> well, and, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, we'll talk that about that like during SummerSlam, but but yeah, like, I mean, I don't this... think this shit is necessary enough for him to fucking go for WrestleManias without losing, like I, without I agree. losing the title belt. You're thinking. You're going to do it again? I'm like, sorry, Roman Reigns is not that good. Never been that good to me. I no, mean, and I don't know what, I, what the I fascination don't understand is with him. Brock, I, I don't understand why Roman gets his part-time contract and shit, and then he gets to hold it. It's not the same if you're like a fucking CM Punk or something, or an MJF where you're defending it every fucking week. Well, a good example you know? right now is Seth Rollins. Yeah, and Seth With Rollins the is defending it every fucking week, yep. and then you're tr- and then you're trying to talk about even with the stuff with Shinsuke, where he's talking about broken and uh, breaking his back and all this shit. Like, it's like 
it, oh, you got the workhorse right here, and then you got the lazy son of a bitch that just cheats every time. It's like when he does shit where it's just the same match over and over again, it's like, okay, why should I give a shit about your product? Mm-hmm. If this is how you're going to treat everybody, where you feel like it's just ending it just to end it, that way you can get to the next pay-per-view. It's like, why should I care? Like, why should I care about the Bloodline Civil, uh, Civil War? When I mean it's the best story that's going into WrestleMania or like into the next pay per views, but literally, if you spent the same type of care that you did onto everyone else on your roster, you would have better shows. You, if you put as much care into your storylines as you did with Roman, as you did with everyone else, nobody would have an issue with Raw or SmackDown every week. <laughs> like, agree it's the literally alpha academy is in turning super over on their own and they ain't even on the card they haven't been on the card they're on prominently on raw and smackdown but they don't even get a fucking match on the cards oh um, i agree it's it's kind of crazy it's like i mean well la knight's another uh, i mean la knight's a good example like he hasn't been pushed yeah i mean he, he this was organic growth like they're literally pushing roman like they're not yeah yeah and it's yeah. like some of these and, other guys that aren't getting pushed or organically getting it but they're not doing anything with it it's like well i mean they're it's starting the to i think a like little bit but, but you and, know sky was a good example and we'll talk about that in SummerSlam. but yeah hers became organic too and they just went with it later than they should have no well they went with it later than they should have like eo sky it started with her what three premium live events ago and it took her until this one to win money in the bank and then we'll talk about it later but other stuff happens and even then she's still a heel too well yeah but i mean but my point is is it's organically happening and wwe's been late in dealing with it yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but I they, think they, they get stuck they, into what they want. I'm like, I think they get, they have ideas that they're going to push. Yeah, they do. That they're going to push and they don't change and them. And then they don't very change, often. Yeah. They don't change them unless they absolutely have to. I mean, we Whether talked about it with Daniel Bryan injured. years ago. Yeah. We like, talked about it with Daniel Bryan years ago, but yeah, it's like, what's it called? Uh, it's just like irritating whenever I see stuff. It's like, Especially with stuff with Roman, it's like fucking you get Roman every like pay per view just about, or like somebody with the bloodline at least, and then it's the same fucking bullshit. Acknowledge me. I'm not acknowledging somebody that cheats to win in the same match every time. You do the same thing. You work for fucking 20 minutes, you Superman punch somebody a bunch of times. They hit you with their finisher four or five times, and then you spear them once, and then you win. Yeah. Or, like, oh, they get sidetracked because Solo shows up. Ooh, wow, so original. You know, you got fucking people behind you that cheat for you all the time. When, especially if it's like, they're barred from ringside, and then, oh my god, they still showed up. What were they gonna do? Like, or it's like, I handcuffed you here. Hold on, let me spend 20 minutes uncuffing you 
so I could win my match. You know, pan away from the camera so I could win my match. Give me a break. I'm so tired of Roman. I think at WrestleMania he should have lost and then went away for like two years. And then well, showed up. Yeah, you weren't the I'm only Charlotte. one. I'm like, winning the title again. Like I told you at WrestleMania, we heard the crowd. So we weren't the only ones that had that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I don't. This card was lackluster. And that's why we've only had to talk for 30 minutes on it. Yeah. Because that's because pretty much how long. That was the longest. We just barely hit how long the longest match was on the card. Yeah. It was 32 minutes and 10 seconds. And this podcast is at 32 minutes and 20 seconds right now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not surprised. But, like, but yeah. So, sometimes the WWE stuff, you could definitely tell when Vince is in charge. Like, oh yeah, you can. It's like, plain as no, day, but that's to- totally not me. Like, oh yeah, it's totally you. It's totally. But I can you. tell you the next one that we'll talk about. That at least there was a little bit more that happened. SummerSlam yeah. was better than I would say Money yeah, in the Bank was. The problem is, is that uh, fucking better doesn't mean great. <laughs> like, oh, I, I yeah, I mean, like I but, wanted to be back to where it was, where it was exciting again. It's like. Watching AEW makes me want to watch AEW all the time. Watching WWE makes me not want to watch WWE a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, I, because I totally it's like agree. nothing for me. You like you, there's bits and pieces, but then you never like I don't know everybody that's organically that gets over you squash and then you focus on the same fucking two people. It's like oh John Cena shows up ooh. Ooh, I, I've seen John Cena for like 20 years or however long he's been wrestling. I don't care to see him again. Like, I don't really. I want to see smaller guys get into the same position or at least try to be in the same position to see sink or swim to find out if they could achieve shit. Like the last person that they did that with only because it was an Indian dude was Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal, did you ever think that Jinder Mahal would have fucking done anything? Like, he was so lucky in the position that he was at because he went from a jobber to being a world champion overnight. (laughs) And then he went back to being a jobber again. (laughs) Well, that was kind of like what Drew McIntyre did. It was like he was the COVID champion. But he's always been a... (laughs) Yeah, he should be higher than he is. I don't know what's going on with that either. But, yeah. you know, they didn't do the right stuff with him. The Braun Strowman is another one that I would say they didn't do the right stuff with him at the time when he was the monster among men and he was pulling down sets on top of people. I, I mention it all the time, but they, that was a wasted opportunity with Brock, uh, with Braun, uh, Braun Strowman then. But, yep. but so... With that being said, the, I think we're pretty much done talking about yeah, Money in the Bank, sure. right? I yeah, mean, so, so the next one so will the, be SummerSlam and then All In, I think. Yeah, it, it'll be WWE SummerSlam followed by All In, and then and we'll then be caught up for All payback. Out and, and then Payback. payback and All Out. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but I we yeah, hope you guys enjoyed point. this one. Um, if you guys 
listened to our other podcast, you would have heard that we have our uh, website out there, theheartofgeek.com, where we have all of our content. We also have our Facebook page and our Instagram and our TikTok of pretty much the same name. I think the only one that's not is our Twitch. It doesn't have the in front of it. Um, but uh, all of them are at the heart of geek. Um, so, but yeah, check out our shit and comment and stuff like that. Like I yeah. made a twisted metal review and. For some reason, it has like over 800 plays or something like that. More than that, dude. It's 1,700 the last time I looked. Well, that's what I'm saying, like however many. And then I was just like, damn, all I was saying was recommended the fucking show, which I need to do that for other shows. I'm trying to debate if I wanted to do one for season three of The Witcher and uh, Secret Invasion and stuff like that, doing like little reviews for most of the shows that have been coming out especially with secret invasion i've been hearing like uh some iffy shit with it at least with the season finale (laughs) so i don't know whatever so like uh especially comment anywhere really mostly our website or like facebook page or whatever if you want to recommend stuff to us or whatever and then eventually we'll get back to you we're usually pretty quick with replies and shit like that anyway at least me because i'm like i'm the only one that has most of the downtime (laughs) yeah it's up to 1800 views josh well yeah yeah it just keeps growing because it's just randomly like fucking going everywhere but i mean also at the same time samoa joe by the way if anybody didn't know samoa joe plays sweet tooth in the show he doesn't do the voice will arnett does the voice but like he does all the like the fighting and shit like that as Sweet Tooth in Twisted Metal. So I highly recommend that show if you haven't watched it yet. So, yeah. So for that, all that being said, we will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Yeah, see you guys for Peace. SummerSlam. Peace.